0: You've probably heard this bird call. Bob White quail get their name from their distinctive whistle because it sounds like they're saying Bob White. UC Assistant Biology Professor Elizabeth Hobson is happy to hear their calls just down the hall from her office.
1: So we're standing in the lab now. We've got a lot of cages here uh, with 47 Bob White quail. And you can hear all their little noises, they're they're an active little bunch.
0: One named Rex is particularly spunky. There's a picture of him on our website at wvxu.org. He didn't keep his eyes open very long for the picture. Hobson says
1: he likes to play dead. They're cute. They're smaller than a chicken, so they're dainty little things. Um, They've got this really beautiful kind of brown and white and chestnut kind of scalloping on the front. Um, And they have really interesting personalities, too. Some of them are very feisty. Hobson is studying their socialization with the hope of eventually increasing
0: their numbers. In the last 10 years, the bobwhite population has dropped 71 percent in Ohio. During breeding season, the Ohio Department of Natural Resources automatically records their calls in the wild. These recording devices were most recently active this past spring and summer in the south-central part of the state. ODNR uses them to get a handle on the population size, but it has difficulty determining how many birds are making those sounds. At UC, senior Sophia Clement has an idea, identify nuances in the call.
2: So we built like little recording chambers, basically. We have three of them. And like you saw, they're lined with like sound foam. Um, and there's a microphone inside.
0: They're actually big coolers that are retrofitted into sound booths. Clement will record the mating calls and run a data analysis tool to determine differences between birds.
2: Basically, if our hypothesis is right that we will be able to, we can use that to hopefully partner with like the uh, Ohio State Department of Natural Resources or conservation projects and kind of forward the project that way.
0: In a different project, UC doctoral candidate Sanjay Prosser is looking at how groups of quail build their social systems. He's building a special feeder. So
3: what I want to do is figure out who's the least popular bird in a a group, uh, give that bird access to the feeder, and see if it becomes popular over time.
0: For the equipment, he will attach RFID tags to the birds. Those tags will be detected by a reader. The feeder will be controlled by Raspberry Pi computers or low-cost microcomputers with an RFID reader attached. He says the feeder will detect when the correct bird approaches and release food.
3: What I'm planning to do is uh, also record who's approaching the feeder at what time and then uh, uh, back up that data to a Google Drive account um, automatically so I'm not losing any of my data.
0: Hobson's lab utilizes QR codes to track the bird's welfare. She wrote a paper about it in the journal Animal Behavior and Cognition. Laminated QR codes are attached to each bird cage for health, food, water, and
1: behavioral enrichment. You don't have to be as stressed about. You know, did I forget a cage or something like that? And then if I'm stressed on the weekend, I can check on it and say, oh, did my student who was supposed to come in on the weekend and take care of them, did they do it already? You know, and I can check online and say, oh, yep, yep, Sandra was in there. It's all done.
0: Out in the wild, it's difficult to get data on Bob White's because Hobson says they're a popular prey animal. Everybody eats them from cats to foxes to hawks and owls. She says they're like popcorn. There are now fewer than 3,000 living in Ohio. The Bob White is important not only as a game bird for other wildlife, but because it can help gauge the health of ecosystems. Ann Thompson, 91.7 WVXU.